From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot Code SUPER24. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. It's Saturday, June 18th. After severe flooding closed Yellowstone National Park for the first time in history, Visitors will have to wait a little longer to re-enter. AccuWeather's Adriana Navarro writes about the postponement. The timing of the reopening of Yellowstone National Park remained unknown Wednesday, as cleanup continues and the threat of additional storms looms over the weekend. On Monday, park officials had originally estimated that it would reopen on Wednesday, June 15th, but that date was later shifted to June 19th. The National Park Service announced Tuesday evening that all five of the entrances of Yellowstone would remain temporarily closed while floodwaters continued to recede slowly, so the park can conduct evaluations of the substantially damaged infrastructure from roads to wastewater treatment facilities. The area had received four times the normal amount of rainfall since the beginning of June, with about one month's worth of rain falling on Sunday alone. AccuWeather meteorologist John Fierick told AccuWeather national reporter Bill Waddell. By Monday, the combination of rainfall and snowmelt contributed to severe flooding and landslides, particularly in the northern end of the national landmark, forcing some 10,000 people to evacuate. As of Wednesday, the Montana National Guard continued to assist with search and rescue operations, having rescued at least 87 people since the flood event began. After a mostly dry Saturday, A southerly low could deliver moisture to the area by Sunday, increasing the chance of showers and thunderstorms in and around Yellowstone, according to AccuWeather meteorologist Brian Thompson. While widespread heavy rain is not expected, any of these thunderstorms will have the potential to produce locally heavy rain, which could aggravate any existing flooding conditions, Thompson said. The good news is that it looks mostly dry into the early and middle parts of next week, which should allow some of the swollen rivers to gradually recede following any weekend rain. When the park does reopen, however, visitors should plan ahead and prepare for a change in how the park admits visitors, with the northern loop of the park expected to be unavailable to visitors for the rest of the season and tourists beginning to prepare for summer visits during Yellowstone's 150th anniversary, The National Park Service said that the park will likely implement a temporary reservation system to prevent gridlock and reduce impacts on the remaining park infrastructure. Footage from Monday showed portions of a winding park road, as well as chunks of the attached mountainside, missing, likely submerged or carried away by the rushing water. An aerial assessment conducted Monday by park officials 
showed major damage to multiple sections of roads from the north entrance near Gardner, Montana, Mammoth Hot Springs, Lamar Valley, and Cookie City, Montana, near the northeast entrance. Outside of the park, bystanders watched as rising waters crashed into the Carbella Bridge, located at the Tom Minor Basin off U.S. Highway 89, making for treacherous crossings. This bridge is going to collapse. We are not getting home, Ryan Schrope said as he filmed the water rushing over the structure. A moment later, the floodwater tore the bridge from its mooring and swept it away even as parts began to sink. That was our way back home, Schrope lamented off-screen. The floodwaters cut off road access to Gardner, a town situated along the Yellowstone River, trapping an estimated several thousand people. Yellowstone National Park Superintendent Cam Shawley said in a press release. It just came pretty quick, and out of nowhere, Brendan Phillips, a stranded backpacker from St. Louis, told Waddell in an interview on Tuesday. It seems like the locals weren't really ready for it either. I think if everyone knew it was coming, this town would be almost empty. It came pretty quick, so that's why so many people are stranded here. Floodwaters from the river at Corwin Springs crested at 13.88 feet, surpassing the old record of 11.5 feet set in 1918, according to the National Weather Service. It was in this town where residents watched as a house collapsed into the river, the foundation giving way to the water. The severe flooding easily pushed the two-story home, which had mostly remained intact, downstream. By late Tuesday, Phillips was able to start making his way out of the town as roads and detours started to open. There were no known injuries or fatalities in the park as a result of the flooding, according to the National Park Service. However, the extremely hazardous conditions forced 10,000 visitors to evacuate from the park and prompted the National Landmark to close for the first time in history. Due to the damage sustained by the flooding and rock slides, the repair time will likely last through the season. As of Tuesday evening, crews continued to assist at least five groups of campers in the northern range and assess damage to backcountry campsites, trails, and bridges, according to the National Park Service. That's it for today. For your local forecast at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or visit accuweather.com. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.